This is the Riley Rose and Shamers podcast. Yesterday, I was walking through QE2 Square and it was kind of before the thousand people got there, hundreds of people at QE2 Square. It was very quiet when I was walking through after the show at nine o'clock to get my coffee from Early Bird Cafe, but I walked past Kevin Mack and I gave him a little wave, but he ignored me because he was very busy. Kevin Mack, good morning. Good morning, Miles. What's going on? Oh, not much. I was just a bit offended that you ignored me, but you were very in the zone. Now, can you tell me what's going on? Why was there a protest in QE2 Square yesterday? Well, it was the farmers from Farrow that were coming into town to complain and protest or rally about the issues with their water allocation in the Murray-Darling Basin. Okay. So how does this work with water allocations? Um, Forgive me for sounding so ignorant right now. The The simple way of explaining it is the Murray River is an irrigation system, but the Murray River also has a responsibility to deliver environmental flows to the environment mm-hmm. and this year with the drought and with the dry mm. spell the only water that's been going down the river has been going down to the south australian lakes to flush out the lakes and not going to the irrigators on this on the uh, northern side of the river which is farrow and that's the unfortunate part of this whole discussion is that victoria got water and new south wales didn't wow it's a really sensitive topic Kevin, are we able to do something about it in the short term? Like, what's going to happen now? Well, the Murray-Darling Basin plan is what the people in the square are complaining about and wanted to pause because I think it's not delivering and I don't think it's delivering on its commitments. And those commitments are to provide water to the irrigators to make food for you and I to eat. And unfortunately, if they're not making that food, the price of bread, which has gone up 23% in the last few months, the price of chicken has gone up considerably in the last few months, and the price of pork has gone up also because there's not enough grain being made by our farmers. And so that's a net effect of not having water supply to the irrigators in Farrah. Oh, you must have talked to some really upset farmers yesterday, Kev. Well, there are mums and dads and kids in the, in the square that are very upset and are at wit's end about this particular issue. And I think it's really sad that our communities understand it to a degree, but they, like yourself, they don't understand the full ramifications of what's happening with the Murray-Darling plan. Mm. The fish kills at Menindee were a good example of uh, what can happen when there's not enough water in the system. Mm-hmm. That got everyone's attention, but no one understands what's happening in Farrah and there are Mums and dads down there that are struggling and the towns are getting smaller and the people just want a fair go. And I mm. think that's what it's about. When there's water rushing past their door and flooding the flooding the, the banks, yeah. they can't use it. It's a bit hard for them to understand. And I think that's the simple nature of what's going on. And I think, again, the plan needs to account for these water flows, but also needs to give the farmers the water they need to irrigate and grow our crops. Absolutely. How? What can we do now, Kev? I mean, and to put it in perspective too, a thousand people at QE2 Square on a Tuesday morning, sometimes you're flat out getting a hundred people at an event that you put on. There's a lot of people that are upset and angry about this. Well, there's not to mention the 150 trucks that were driving around the city. Yeah. It takes a lot for the farmers to get upset. They're very, very... Um, patient people because they have to be patient because they have to rely upon the environment to deliver what they need but they're very angry and when you've got 
wives staying at home and not working because they're worried if their husband will come home off the land mm. because of the, the depression this, this whole issue has created. It just really worries me and worries others that this solution is not forthcoming and we need to be putting pressure on our government to say enough is enough and this is what these people were in Albury yesterday to do and I think, you know, a lot of your younger listeners and people out there in Albury probably get it but they don't understand the full extent of what's going on and it's not only the mental health of our farmers and their families, it's also about what the the end result of this could be and if, if, if we are importing food from overseas... Mothers will be feeding their children powdered milk yeah. from China, which really, do you know what's in it? Mm. And I think that's really the extent of what we're doing. We're giving up our country to the rest of the world and we're going to have to buy buy our food and buy everything back. We're buying our gas back at the moment to try and alleviate this energy crisis. What's next? And I think that's really where we are as a country. We need to make a, make a stand and make sure that people understand what's happening out there. And that's what they were in town yesterday to do. Wow, it's absolutely fascinating. And Kev, what can we actually do? Do we write a letter or do we jump online? Well, there's a lot of uh, lot of talk about uh, pausing this plan, which I think needs to happen. Young people and people need to get online and start complaining to the water minister, complaining to Dave Littleproud, complaining to the local member about this particular issue because, again, it's going to impact Albury. Albury has always relied upon a healthy farrer. And we have really worked really well together as a region. I think right now we need to extend our hand to these people and these farmers and give them the help they need. And I think this is not being unreasonable. Mm. The environmentalists don't think it's working either. So, you know, the three levels of the plan is a triple bottom line, economic, social and environmental. Mm-hmm. None of those are being met. All and right. that, is, that is an agreed position by all of the people that sit across the table. And unfortunately... It needs to be paused and reviewed, and we need to understand how how we can fix it. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> potentially, a royal commission needs to occur because it's happening right across the Murray Darling Basin, which stretches all the way from Queensland all the way down to South Australia. Mm-hmm. All right, Kev, I'll have to leave it there. Kevin Mack, Aubrey Met, an independent Thanks, candidate for very, Farah. Very sobering discussion today, Rob. Not they're not our usual level. I know. We'll have to do some celebrity gossip next time we have you on the phone. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Kev. Want more Riley Rose and Seamus? Catch up now at hit.com.au or weekdays from 6 on the Borders Hit 104.9.